finally a new Zelda game's coming out. Or this new system Nintendo's putting out. Gosh, there's already a line here. I've got to wait in line here. Whoa. Is that a is that a pointy green hat in line? No way that's Zelda. Oh I, oh that's totally Zelda. Zelda! Excuse me! Zelda! 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 I'm gonna I gotta do it. So hey, sorry, I'm gonna cut through the line, sorry. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. I mean that, that's Zelda. Excuse me, excuse me. <coughs> Sir. Yeah. Sir. What do you want? Are you are you are you who I think you are? Well yeah, green tunic, heroes. Shield, the Master Sword. What do you think I am? The pointy ears. Oh, obviously, my. you're. It's it's you. It's, it's it's Zelda. What did you just say? It's Zelda. You're Zelda. I can't believe here in the flesh, Zelda. Listen. Oh, oh you my gosh. Need to get to the back of the line and go buy your new Call of Duties. Uh, no, no. I'm here for your game. You're here to buy your own game. They don't send you your old game. You have to buy it yourself. You, you do realize the hero of the Zelda games is Link, right? You mean, no, a Link as in like it's connected. I get what you're trying to say. You Zel you're Zelda. Can I get an autograph? i got to find something to autograph. What do I have around my here? My name is Link. If you could just autograph my forehead or I something. I know it's a little confusing. It's called The Legend of Zelda. But my name is Link. I've always been Link. Why do you keep calling me Zelda? Look, Zelda, look. I'm sorry to bother you. I know... You're just here, like everybody else, to buy this new awesome game. But if you could just, like, autograph my forehead or something. Oh, here, my t-shirt. Just autograph this, please. Johnny, I know you can see through my disguise. It's me, Trevor. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you know, I've told you a hundred times, the main character's name is Link. I'm Link. What are you trying to say, Zelda? I'm going to punch you in the face if you say that again. <laughs> Zelda. Look, Zelda. Look. Oh, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I can't. oh gosh, stop. Oh, oh, that's oh, that's right to kiss her. Oh, oh say right. it again, I dare you. I'm sorry. Say what? You're Zelda? No, oh, gosh, you're Zelda. Stop punching me. Oh. oh, actually, that looks really bad. I might have gone too far. I don't feel so good. You're bleeding, Zelda. I don't. I don't think I'm long for this world. I just. I think I'm gonna not make it. Do you have? I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I feel guilty. It's not. It's not your fault. You're completely uh, oblivious and stupid, and and you know worthless as a human being. Yeah, those are good but, last words to hear. Do you do you have any last words? Come in closer. All right. A little closer. Okay. Even closer. Okay. Zelda, get right next to me. Don't make me miss you off. I need you to listen to Retro Blast. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to a brand new. I want to say this is a special yeah. episode for the game that we're covering today of Retro Blist. This episode is going to be the one with the, the greatest magical powers, the greatest dungeons, the greatest uh, fill in the blanks, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, Legend of Zelda, pretty good. Seven out of ten. I'll see you next week. All right, later, guys. <laughs> so, of course, letting the cat out of the bag, the game that we're covering today is The Legend of Zelda, the very first Zelda game that ever came out. Am I right in this? Yep, very, very true. 
came out for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's the iconic gold cartridge that everybody probably remembers. You've definitely seen it before. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, that's even to me. Let's talk about our... Let's, let's talk about Zelda in our lives. I'll go first because mine's <clears throat> going to be much shorter than yours. <laughs> now, growing up, and as everybody knows, we grew up together. Mm-hmm. Everything I knew of Zelda was through you. I never, ever, ever, this is the first time that I've ever touched any of these games or really played them. Don't tune out yet. We have a good show ahead. That's kind of a lie. I I think I played the one you could download for the Wii U. It's a, the, Wind Waker. Yeah, I played a little bit of that. Very little, like two minutes maybe, just to see if it worked. <laughs> Again, don't tune out. There's, yeah. there's more to come. <laughs> but I've never really gave any Zelda game a huge... I don't want to say chance. I just didn't... Right. Totally out of your wheelhouse. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. I understood, especially through mm-hmm. you, the importance of them, that they were good. I mean, I read reviews on video games right. all the time, and they always got good reviews. The music, even I, a guy who never, ever really played a Zelda game recognize the music as Zelda music. Right. So that's saying something, right? Just even in that. It's iconic. It's an iconic series. It's it's one of the most iconic series. Um, it's actually... Well, let me start off the correct way. The Legend of Zelda, 1986, uh, directed by Shigeru Miyamoto and Takashi Tezuka. Sorry mm-hmm. for butchering those names. Um, Koji Kondo, of course, did the iconic music, which we'll be talking about later. Yeah. Uh, 1986, Nintendo, like Johnny said, came out it's, uh, one year after Super Mario Brothers in the U.S. Well, like we, was, we were talking earlier, we both know this, is that they were pretty much developing both Mario and Zelda at the same right. time. I mean, to the point where they would come up with an idea and they would try to decide which series it would fit better in. Right, and so yeah, d- d- to give my history... Well, let, me, to- let me let me give mine quick, real quick. Oh, I thought that's what you were doing. No, the, the, my history real quick is the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> which everybody recognizes, excuse me, princess, which I still use to this day because I think it's such a great quote. <laughs> and let's, real quick, uh, me and Trevor watched the very first episode of that cartoon today, just mere minutes ago. <laughs> uh, it Compared to the Mario cartoon, the Mario cartoon, even though it's very cheesy, it's very, very goofy, somehow... The, the spirit of Mario was in that cartoon. It still was there. It felt yeah. like Mario. It made sense. I mean, I could still watch it 
and feel like I'm. It feels like Saturday morning watching Mario stuff to me. Now let's fast forward. That they would always also play Zelda cartoons during this too. Right. The <laughs> the Zelda cartoon is the animation. Honestly, it's fine. Was the best part of yeah. it. Yeah, it's by far. And it it's looks, good music from the game, and the music is amazing too. However, the voice acting. <laughs> It's supposed to be desired. Uh, your first introduction of Link, who's the most annoying character, and that's really bad when that's your main character. Uh, yeah. His voice is whiny. He's a perv. <laughs> He's always trying to get a kiss or whatever else from Zelda. And also, the, your first uh, image of him, the very first episode, he hops out of his bed in like the shortest shirt you could possibly imagine, yeah. and you have no idea if he's wearing underwear or pants. You don't know. It leaves, uh, the cartoon leaves a horrible first impression for anyone yeah. who cares anything about The Legend of Zelda. So just so you know, that's the first <laughs> thing I ever officially saw of Zelda was that Which cartoon. Is, <laughs> it amazes me how how wrong they got the character of Link. And I, I, I'd said in their defense, this came out, I actually don't know the year it came out, but I assume it came out pretty soon after the first Zelda game. To be fair, Link had no dialogue in the first Zelda game, and he generally has no dialogue, period, in the Zelda games. So I guess they didn't have a lot to go on, but they so betrayed everything Link stands for <laughs> this annoying, perverted, half-naked <laughs> creation. So my review of the cartoon is, the animation's fine, the art's fine. The music's great. The music's great because it's from the game. And they cool, they pull some of the items and stuff from the game, which is cool. Like Zelda's sword will shoot stuff, right? Like it does in the game. But it's almost a betrayal to what Zelda is. So <laughs> yeah. I give it seventy-two. I give it two out rupees out of ten. Only two? I'd give it five. Yeah. But that's just because I played during Mario and I love the Mario stuff. As a cartoon, I give it five. As a Zelda cartoon, <laughs> yeah. I give it two. <laughs> yeah, you can't watch it now because just just the voice acting alone is just right. annoying. Uh, okay, so Trevor, that's that was just my. Up till now, before playing this game, it was my Zelda experience. So what, mm -hmm. with you, growing up with you, I've known that you love Zelda games. So what's been your take on Zelda? Right, and this, we've got a long way to get here, but let me say this is a really exciting episode for me, and not for the reason Johnny might think it is. It's exciting, well, one, I do love Zelda. I'm a Zelda fan. I consider myself a Zelda fan. And I finally got Johnny to play one, so that's exciting. <laughs> and we're finally covering one for the show. That's exciting. But it's more exciting for me because I'm a Zelda fan, but I didn't... I kind of arrived a little late to the party because of a little game we've mentioned before called Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which made me into a Sonic fanboy and a Sega fanboy. I was late getting the Super Nintendo. So my first... Now, I had a Nintendo. That was my first game system, NES. But I saw the gold cartridge, and I remember walking in. This is crazy. But it was Lowe's Hardware. You know, a big hardware chain. Yeah. And this might sound weird now to, to kids, but people my age remember this and older. They sold video games at Lowe's Hardware. And I remember walking in and seeing this pretty golden cartridge and seeing Zelda in one of the kiosks where you could play the game. Which I feel like is something they don't do much anymore anyways. It doesn't seem like it. But at Lowe's Hardware of all places. And I remember thinking that was awesome looking, the cartridge and everything, but I just always thought it was above me. I just don't think I was smart enough to play it when I was a kid. Like, it just... <clears throat> I don't feel I'm smart enough to play it now. <laughs> I, I just, it just overwhelmed me. Like, the idea of going on this grand adventure, like, yeah. I, I didn't know what to think of it. So, fast forward, I'm terrible with time and chronology. Con, cron, chronology? Professional podcaster. Professional podcaster and professional speaker. Um, <laughs> but I actually don't think I really experienced 
Zelda until I was about 13 or so. And that was with A Link to the Past, the Super Nintendo uh, game, uh, which is the third Zelda game. And which we, then, we will cover that one too at some point. We, yeah, at some time for sure. And then Ocarina of Time, which of course was the first 3D Zelda game, I played really soon after I played A Link to the Past. And that those two games are really why I love Zelda today. And then most of the ones after that. But this game, that was sorry, that was really long-winded. The point mm-hmm. is, I have no history with The Legend of Zelda, the one we're playing today. I always sort of put it up on a pedestal because it's the first one. But in my mind, it's like, yep, I'm going to play it one day. I'm going to do it. But it, I hate to say this, it, it kind of intimidated me. Because I knew it was going to be very, um, well, NES games are pretty hardcore as it is. Yeah. And knowing it's a Zelda game, it's going to be long. And in my mind, I was thinking, there's just no way that I'm going to have the patience for it right now. Because later Zelda games, they really do help you along a little bit. But I don't know. That's a long way to say, as crazy as it sounds as a Zelda fan, I'd never really played this game until uh, for the show. So. So here's so here's what happened. Trevor, I know Trevor. Is, I mean, it's we've established in this podcast. You always try to see, uh, sneak in a little Zelda sometimes, from time to time. Do I? Yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> obvious. I've known that you love Zelda. It's one of your right. favorite franchises. Like I get a hundred percent. I finally decided since we are doing this podcast, we definitely. If you're doing a retro podcast and you don't bring up Zelda at some point, then you're doing it wrong. I mean, yeah. even if you don't like Zelda for whatever reason, you have to at least admit its its place in. Retro gaming history. It's definitely there, I mean, mm-hmm. for sure. So, we both have ways to play the old school games now. You have the cartridge. Mm. Beautiful, shiny, golden cartridge. You have the iconic golden cartridge. You have that. However, I don't have it. I do, however, have a Wii U, uh, the <clears> ability <throat> to download it. So, I spent five bucks on this. <laughs> yep. For this game. So, I hope you guys appreciate all the... All the stuff. That's my hard-earned lunch money I spent on this game. But that's pretty cool, because this is the first time we've covered a long game, because we really... It's hard to cover a really long game if we can't both be playing it at the same time. Yeah. Just to let you guys in, what we normally do for an episode is we pick the game or games, and we go over, and we're in the same room, and we play them together. Even if it's a one-player game, we play them together normally. And usually we we try to spend an hour for a game to give it a fair shake. This game, we both knew, I mean, especially you, but I also knew just from everything I've read Mm -hmm. that there's a lot more to it. You would have to give more than that for this game. It deserves more than that, to be honest. There's so much to it. So I broke down and downloaded it. So just to give you, give you guys, this is the first time ever playing a game ever, ever, ever. I've obviously seen screenshots. I knew what it looked like. First time I ever played it. Going in, I told you this. I am not a fan, and I get why people love them, of those old school RPG games like Final Fantasy or right. something, where you take turns fighting and right. that kind of thing. I, I I just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know people are going to hate me for that, but that's fine. It's different things for different peeps. <laughs> but once I really discovered that there's a lot more to this, you actually, it's not turn-based. No, no, no. That saved it for me, 100%. Right. So... I like this game so much that I even went and bought a classic controller for my Wii U so I could yeah. play it better, and it changed the game, honestly. I told you that. Yeah. It changed the game for me. I actually started playing it constantly. Even if we weren't doing this podcast, I'd probably still be playing it. And that that was the awesome part to me, because Johnny can probably tell you, I almost 
I didn't push for this game at all. I almost tried saying, I want you to play Zelda, and I, of course I want to cover one for the show, but I don't know if the first one is the place to start. Because the thought of playing it kind of intimidated me a little bit, and I thought, this is going to ruin Johnny on Zelda. He's never going to want to play Zelda. I thought, he needs to start with A Link to the Past, or even one of the more modern ones. But I'm glad that I was wrong. Like, Johnny got a head start on me, and I'll say he played it more at a time than me, I think. Because he would text me like, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And I'm like, wow, Johnny's really making progress in this game. And I just thought that was awesome because I didn't even know if he would like it. And it, we were both getting addicted to it. And it yeah. was just... Spoiler yeah. alert, I, I I really liked this game quite a bit. I really did. And I'm kind of glad that we started with this one because yeah. it. I told you I've already downloaded the Super Nintendo one and Zelda 2, even though I know Zelda 2 is a little different. Yeah. But I already got, I already had both of those and I plan on playing those at yeah. some point. So that I guess... Let's just kind of let's just kind of get into the story of Zelda, Trevor. What's right. the gist of this the story of this game? Right. So there's not a whole lot of story in the NES Zelda, but there's a lot more than most <laughs> NES games. Yeah. Basically, to give you the rundown, Zelda, the princess, the princess, not Link. <laughs> exactly, Zelda. So if you really don't know anything about Zelda, I, I can't imagine that. But Zelda is the princess of the story, who sometimes is uh, a bit of a hero. Spoiler alert for later games, but she has broken... Man, it's really hard to summarize this. I'm going to try to keep it simple and not be a total nerd. The Triforce, <laughs> yeah. like, represents... You know, like, the rings in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. The rings themselves aren't bad, but they represent the power of men and the wisdom of elves or whatever. That was not right. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is, like, the nerdiest explanation I've ever I'm heard. <laughs> Anyways, the Triforce is sort of like Can that. you put in Star Wars in it somehow? So, yeah, it's like the Death Star. No. <laughs> That's not... The tri- all right, the Triforce is sort of like the light side and the dark side, sort of, all rolled up into one. <laughs> so it represents wisdom, courage, and power. It's the Force. This is the Force, the yeah. Triforce. And Zelda. I didn't even mean. To in do order that. to stop, <laughs> in order to stop the evil Ganon. Yeah, who's from, the villain of this? The villain from you know reigning supreme. She breaks up her piece of the Triforce, the Triforce of Courage, or the piece of courage. She breaks it into eight pieces. She shatters it all over the land, spreads it over the land. You have to go to eight dungeons and collect the eight pieces of the piece of the Triforce yeah. in order to stop Ganon. And, of course, Ganon has kidnapped the princess, Zelda. Yeah, that, seems, so. that happens a lot in these games. Right. Okay, let me tell you what I thought the story was. Everything you said makes complete sense. That's I knew... all from the opening screen, by the way. <laughs> okay, well, apparently I missed that. <laughs> I knew about the Triforce. I knew yeah. that you had to go and get pieces of it. I knew that. Yeah. I, I realized that part. I knew Zelda had been kidnapped. I knew that. I assumed from... I assumed that's what the Triforce was. Right. I knew it was important. I knew that if uh, the villain got his hands on it, that it would spell doom for everybody. Right. Like, you can get that. <clears throat> I mean, I understood that 100%. But... It all boiled down to me is that you're this elf. I guess that's what Link is, right? Boy. He's yeah. an elf boy. And you start out on a screen. You have nothing in your hand. You go into that first castle on that first screen to get your little sword. Mm-hmm. And then you're just on your way trying to find stuff. That's the gist of what it was for me. And that's that's really all you need. That's, yeah. that's the beauty of it. The, to me, the Zelda games as a whole have never been about telling long, elaborate stories with tons of dialogue. It's more about exploring, isn't right. it? Right. You go on an adventure and it's like, it's almost, in a good way, a simplistic good versus evil story. Yeah. Pretty much all of them are that way. Well, much of your, most of your great franchises are built around... Star Wars, I mean, 
Right. That's what Star Wars is. It, it does. I wasn't totally being goofy. It reminds me of the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars in that it boils down to good versus evil. Yeah. And that's really all it is. The Triforce is just a way to represent that. Because um, Ganon, of course, his piece is the piece of power, you know. Yeah. Zelda's his wisdom. And Link, I believe at some point he becomes associated with the the courage, you yeah. know. Which makes so, sense. He's the hero right. of, the, of this game. He's the hero of this game. Right. Okay, let's talk about the looks of it real quick. The graphics. What, the graphics. This game came out in 86, right? Yep. I thought for when it came out that it looked fine. <laughs> it, it It's hard to say. Like, those Zelda games have come out. Like, you know how Mario? Like, right. Here's a, it, it, a very par- a fair comparison for me. Mario, the first Mario game, was important. Beyond important. Mm-hmm. It laid down the bare bones skeleton for what it's going to become. Right. But it's not the best looking of it. Right. I would put this in the same that same category. Right, because yeah, it is. It's important to remember uh, going back and playing this now, which is what we do. We are trying to look through the lens of today. Yeah. This is like the original Mario Brothers. It came out around the same time, so it's not going to be like the detail level of Mario Brothers three. Right. And I will say, I mean, can you imagine? Like I said, it was sort of out of my wheelhouse at the time because I was so hooked on Sega, but. Can you imagine if you played this Zelda, and even Zelda 2, and then the new 16-bit Super Nintendo came out and A Link to the Past came out? It was such a huge jump in graphics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, so, I've looked at it. because I've right. Spoiler alert, I went in, I have those two games now. I think I said it already. Yeah. But, uh, and we have a lot of spoilers on the show. <laughs> that aren't and, even spoilers. And the Super Nintendo one, to me, just the first glance, I only played like 20 minutes of it, just yeah. to get a gist of it. The first glance of it is just like, it, it took... The original Zelda game and just made it, they put put it on steroids and made it look amazing. Right. So if you can imagine, and that was my first Zelda game, and then Ocarina of Time followed close by. So this makes me sound super shallow and like not a true fan at all. <laughs> but I was kind of thinking, you know, that it's going to be hard to get over how simple this game looks. Because it's not the Mario 3. It's like the original Mario. It's very simplistic looking. You know what's interesting, though, that you said that, that you went through it that way. This is the first Zelda game I've experienced. Yeah. So I'm kind of intimidated by the newer Zelda games because yeah. there's so much more to them in my I'm thinking. And yeah. so it's kind of weird that we're kind of, we're coming at this from two different angles really. Yeah. That's true. But I guess the bottom line here is we're talking about graphics. I I, I just am amazed how little that mattered once I really got yeah. into it. And honestly, look, it doesn't look bad at all. No, it never It looks bad. like it's it looks like it came from the time it came from. It's but there's yeah. so much in it. There's so much there. You can right. tell they put a lot of work into this game. It's oh, yeah. it's a labor of love. You can definitely see that. And, and that's the thing. At least for the time, I honestly don't know if the graphics could have been much more detailed because yeah. of the scope and the size of this game. Yeah, it was originally going to be on a floppy disk. Huh. But then when Nintendo decided they were going to do cartridges, oh, yeah. then they kind of changed everything for them. Now, let's let's get into the gameplay. 
Okay, like we said, you're Link. Uh, you are the gist of the game is you're trying to find the dungeons that have the Triforce, and you got to get to the Triforce pieces and put it together. Okay, <coughs> you get a sword first. Screen, you get a sword. Yeah, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Yeah, you get a little sword. As you go along, you'll find different caves and stuff that will give you rupees that you can buy more better shields, better uh, like potions that will give you health. Uh, you get to slash and you explore. It's pretty much what you're doing, slashing and exploring. Mm -hmm. There's enemies that you defeat that you got to blow up and kill. Uh, you will eventually unlock other abilities, like you'll get a boomerang, which comes in handy because it stuns enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll get all kinds of stuff. We'll get into that, some of that stuff here soon. Uh, well, what you're describing is all the overworld. It's yeah, not the even, overworld. Not even really the meat of the game. The meat of the game is really the dungeons, wouldn't you say? I would say so, and, that, and that's what that's a thought I had. I've always considered the dungeons the main part of the Zelda games. But if you think about it, and especially in this first one, a lot of the most challenging parts are discovering the secrets in the overworld, so you have a chance in the dungeons. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you so, definitely yeah. because what you mean is what what you mean is yeah <laughs> what you mean is. What you're meaning is is that is you're going along in the overworld or what's that is that, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's called the overworld. Hyrule. Yeah, you're you find all these secrets and all these little shops that you have to look for or just randomly have to know. Honestly, if I didn't have a walkthrough, I wouldn't find half this. Well, stuff. let's go and talk about that. <laughs> this game, and I'm going to just lose all my credit here. I looked up, I googled, how did people beat the original Legend of Zelda <laughs> yeah. without a guide? Yeah, because I just don't. All right, I think maybe you could beat it, but how in the world do you discover some of the things that make it? Yeah. For example, the heart. There's heart containers. And what that means is when you collect a heart container, your maximum amount of life is extended for the rest of the game. Yeah. There are four. If I'm not mistaken, there's, there's four. four of these yeah. before you even go into the first dungeon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, every time you beat a dungeon, you get another one. But right. also, it's scattered out randomly that you have to know where they are. You, sometimes you got to burn a bush. Sometimes right. you got to push a boulder. It's just, it's just where they've hidden these. If you did not have a guide, I don't know how you would ever find these. Let me give you an example. And by the way, I'll admit that there are kids six years old who beat this game without a guide. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> and I, and I think I have the answer for it. I think it's just perseverance. But let me give an example. Um, there's an item you can get called the blue candle. Yeah. And just getting that is a big secret. Oh yeah. But once you have that, you now have access to more things. And just for an example, one screen over, so the overworld, we should say, sort of almost like a grid. Like, you shift, like if you walk to the right, if you walk east, yeah. it'll shift one screen over. If you walk north, it'll shift one screen up. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cool because it makes, well, it makes it really easy to read a guide. And somebody might say, hey, there's a, a giant rupee, three screens north and two screens east. Yeah, it's easy to navigate if you have a walkthrough. Which is cool. Like, I can imagine, I mean, we were doing that. Like, yeah, hey, Johnny, I found yeah. this bush you can burn down and find a secret. Yeah. One screen... Here, here's an example, though. One screen to the right of where you start. It's right where you start the game. But there's like 30 bushes on the screen. And there's one particular bush that looks no different from any of the other bushes. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's just a random bush. <laughs> yeah. And if you burn that bush, uh, it will reveal, reveal a secret staircase with a shop where you can buy potions. Yeah. And it's really handy to have a shop where you can buy potions right there where you start the game. But how in the world... But I don't think you can even get use that one until you have that other item that will the blue candle. I think that you got to give yeah. the old lady. But yeah, this is right, yeah. it's it's crazy though. Like we were discussing that. Like if when this game first came out and people did not have these guides, 
how they found half this stuff is mind-blowing to me. How would... Because in later dungeons... Here's another spoiler alert. I haven't beat this game, and I'm fairly certain you're at the same place I'm at because we've discussed it yep. a lot. <laughs> how... And we're at full strength. I'm at full strength. My link is full strength. I'm as high, I have as many hearts as I possibly can at this point in the game. Still can't beat that dungeon. <laughs> I have no idea how somebody who didn't know that. So there's there's bound to be people who got there without the right. full stuff you can have. And how do you get past it? <laughs> like, it's so crazy. I've come to the conclusion, and that's the only answer I ever got. Like, people told me. Well, not told me. I'd like to think I'm that important. <laughs> but people were saying... Like, yeah, I mean, I remember being six years old and playing this, and you just burn every bush, you bomb every wall until you find something. So basically, this was a game that you could just play for years and years to find everything, which is an amazing value. Which is what the creators wanted to. Exactly. Like, yeah. I was reading about that. Uh, they were, that's what the, what's that guy's name? Mio. Always Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, that he's beyond important, but I always get his name wrong. <laughs> but uh, he, that's one of the things he said when he was coming up with this game is he, as a kid, he loved exploring. Right. And that's where the idea for Link came from, really, was him going out and exploring things. I, yeah, I read a little more detail about that than I'd read before. Um, was I always heard that it was he wanted to have the feeling of like a garden you can explore. Yeah. But actually, I think that a spark that made him like remember this memory and design Zelda was he found a cave uh, when he was young, when he was exploring the, the woods, and he actually decided to get a lantern and go into the cave and explore it. And that sort of became the... The wellspring, or whatever the word is, yeah. for Zelda. Um, but yeah, that that just amazes me. It really does. In some of the dungeons, some of the items that I feel like you have to have to beat some of the bosses. Yeah. And and I'm not going to give it all away, because if you want to use a guide, do it. If you don't, don't. But when I was going through the dungeons, I tried very hard to not use the guide, but I did not want to miss an item that was that, important. That I would just totally miss. Some of the items that you can get in a dungeon will make the bosses of those dungeons a lot easier. Exactly. And just to give an example, one of the crucial items in the game, this is one that I discovered recently. There is a room, and this won't give it away if you want to find it for yourself, but the magic wand is the item. And yeah. you don't even know the dungeon, so it's not going to help you. It's not a spoiler. But there's a room with these really hard enemies to beat, which we'll get to later. Yeah, because they're the bane of my existence. Right. You have to defeat all the enemies, which is normal. That is a very common thing in Zelda. You have to defeat all the enemies in the screen and it unlocks a door. Yeah. Okay, so you defeat all the enemies, but that's not all. You have to push a random block that doesn't look different from any other blocks. <laughs> and a secret staircase will open up. Well, the thing is, I don't know. I honestly feel like as a kid and probably even now, I would have just gone through the door that opened up and not pushed all these random blocks. But if you don't push those random blocks, you'll never find this secret staircase with this magic wand, which is an awesome item. Yeah. Um, I, that just amazes me. Like, they really... This game is as hardcore as you want it to be. Oh, yeah. Because you can make your way through it if you um, if you just look up where the secret heart locations are to make yourself tougher. But if you want to find it on your own, you're going to be at this for months and I, months. I think it's what that's what stood out to me on this game, considering when it came out. It's one of the earlier Nintendo yeah. games. The fact that it can kind of be whatever kind of game you want it to be. It can be one that you just go in and you just literally hack and slash your way through it. You can kind of do that. If you yeah. want to really explore every nook and cranny, you can do that. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of whatever you want it to be, really. However, yeah. it would fit any sort of gamer to the hardcore to the casual, honestly, I right. think, could play this game. Which is honestly the sheer beauty of it. And like Mario. That's why I mean, Mario is so famous yeah. and, and popular. People make that a very hardcore game if they yeah. want it to be, but... 
Yeah. And so, I think that's what, yeah, just to go off what you're saying, there wasn't another game at the time like Zelda. Because on the, the PCs, you had these very text-heavy RPGs. Yeah. Like, uh, what do they call them? Graphic, not graphic adventures. I thought you said graphic novels. Uh, they were almost like those choose-your-own-adventure books. Yeah. Anyways, there were those. But this was the first time in video gaming where we had a game that played like a Nintendo game. I mean, you know, you got action, you got adventure. But it's huge and it's wide open. It was it was the first of its kind, um, which is why it was also the first uh, console game to ever have a save feature. Yeah, which, which is amazing because right. I couldn't imagine playing this game without that. Oh, it would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. game, this game is the reason that save features were invented. <laughs> yes, for a very good reason. Yeah. All right, so let's let's talk about the music. I told you, my experiences with Zelda until now were very minimal. However, I for sure knew the music. I've even listened to Zelda soundtracks before. I've done right. that, honestly, because the music is so good. This game, I was really curious how it was going to sound. Yeah. It's 8-bit, but it's that iconic Zelda theme. It Right off the bat, it hits you with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's amazing. I caught myself, even though, okay... In this game, there's literally only two songs really that play. You got the Dungeon overworld, play, yeah. the overworld Zelda theme that you everybody knows, yeah. and the dungeon theme, and both of them are very, very good. I love them both, and that's a great thing though because that's the only two songs you get in this that mm-hmm. I heard. <laughs> yeah, that was um, it's amazing and surprising. I guess it shouldn't be so surprising because again, the game is so massive. Yeah, I honestly wonder if there was room to put more in there. They probably weren't, honestly. Um. But a very cool thing I did find out about the music, and this just blew my mind. The uh, Koji Kondo made the music had, um, shoot, I thought I wrote this down. Oh, there it is. I did write a note down because I knew I wouldn't remember the name of it. He had planned for the music, the main score you hear throughout the game, to be based on a classical piece called Bolero. It's, okay. a, it's a classical piece of music. He found out very late in the development of Zelda that the copyright had not yet expired on that piece. So he couldn't use it. So in one day, he created a brand new thing that we now know as the Zelda thing. Whoa, so he did this in one day. Right. That's amazing. So that, that just blew my mind because this is probably next to Mario, the most iconic piece of video game yeah. music. It's just like Mario's main theme. As soon as you hear this theme, you automatically know it's Zelda. Right. Any good theme does that. I mean, even for movies. I mean, Star Wars theme, you know, any of those. Mm-hmm. We keep bringing Star Wars up. But yeah. just using this as an example. You hear the Zelda theme, you know Zelda. For I mean, even yeah. if you don't know Zelda very well, like I didn't, if I heard the theme, I knew it was Zelda theme. Yeah, that that's just amazing that he. I mean, what a brilliant mind to 
to come up with something that's lasted over 30 years now, and I think will last for another 100 years easy, <laughs> to come up with it in one day in almost a panic. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that just amazed yeah. me. Could you imagine being him, though? Like, you had all this plan, and then you found that out? Like, oh, yeah. man. What am I going to do? You know he's stressed over it, then he just pured out. He just pulled out of nowhere, just out of his shirt pocket or whatever, yeah. this brilliant piece of music. <laughs> and I can imagine as a kid, I mean, the overall theme is definitely the one you're going to know. But the dungeon theme. Oh, yeah. It's, it's still it's good, too. It's honestly just as good. It's like just creepy enough and menacing enough without actually being scary. Here's how good the music is on this game. <clears throat> Many times, as I've been playing this game for the past week or two. Yeah. I've hummed both themes, yeah. just walking around, just out, <laughs> out, not playing it. Hours removed from the game, just right. hummed the themes. That's how you know it's it's a good it's good music. Is yeah. if you remember it like that. A lot of the games we've covered, that's been one of their issues when it comes to the music. Even if it was good, it just wasn't one that would stick in your mind that you would hum later. Right. This definitely, even though it was just two songs, there's just two songs on this. Both of them stuck in my head forever. I'll be humming those for a long time, probably. Yeah, it's, yeah. How many, a game that only has two songs would get old in a game that takes yeah. two hours to beat. This game is huge, and yet it doesn't, now don't get me wrong, after a couple hours you might turn the volume down a little bit, but it doesn't get old. It really no. doesn't get old. That's amazing. Like here, Here's what I did, honestly. For the first hour or two, I let it play because I loved it. Mm -hmm. Then, even if it's a song you love, you can't listen to it over and over. Yeah. So what I did was I'd put a podcast on, and I would still play that, but I'd have the music up just enough where I could hear it right. just a little bit. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Yeah, because I, I yeah. still like it. Even I wanted I to hear it in the background yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I did. So Trevor, yeah. is there anything else about the game itself? Let's let's real quick talk about Dungeon Number Six, <laughs> which is where we both have made it to. We have not got past that. Sorry, dear listeners, we're honest. <laughs> if yeah. to a fault, I haven't beat the game. Trevor has not beaten it. And that's even with a guide for me. These whiz robes, uh, the blue ones especially, are the bane of my existence. I see them in my nightmares. When I close my eyes, I want to get a good night's sleep. I sit up in a <laughs> in a cold sweat <laughs> and horror at these terrible, horrible things and <laughs> wizard robes. Because, uh. because even with full strength, your sword's fully upgraded, your shield's amazing, even with that, they're by far the most difficult enemies. I don't know if I've encountered ones more difficult than those in any game, really. More frustrating, at least. I told Johnny, this level's like the, the Demon Souls game everybody likes to play now that yeah. is torturous. Those Wiz Robes are like from that game. I still Trevor, I got there before you did. Yeah. And I was complaining about it before you yeah. even got there. And you told me you thought I was exaggerating. You were like saying you're going to quit and you hate the game now. And I'm like, oh, come on. And then I got there. And, oh my goodness. And he, here's... Oh, there's not just uh, one room of them, by the oh way. Oh, no. There's multiple rooms with these dumb things. I, I asked you, I said, please tell me there's only one room of these. You said there's at least three or four. Yeah. And I think I said, God save us all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, oh my goodness. So here's the thing, though. I uh, Trial and error. That's what some of these hard dungeons are all about. So I just, I just kept redoing it, redoing it. I would go... Um, here's a helpful hint if you've never played Zelda before. Find the fairy fountain. You know, there's multiple ones in the overworld. They'll fill your health up. Fill your health up completely. Yeah. Go visit the old lady. You got to get the letter from the old man first. Yeah. Uh, give it to the old lady. She'll uh, give you a potion. She'll be several potion shops, including that hidden one I mentioned. 
uh, near the start of the game. And get the red potion, because it has two doses, and it totally refills your health. So anyways, I did all that. Totally filled up. Had all the heart containers I could possibly have at this point in the game. I think it was 12. Um, yeah. And red potion, you know, the hero shield that costs 130 rupees. <laughs> Still, in the first room, the first time I did it, they destroyed me. Yeah. But I did it over and over again. Finally started, okay, you got to be like a ninja. You got to sneak in, get a few swaps, run yeah. away. You got to yeah. keep doing that. Stab and run. Yeah. But they put those stupid, the lock locks, the things that look like stacks of pancakes. The pancakes. I call them pancakes. Yeah. That's what they are. They're called lock locks. They, they look literally like take the only thing that you have as any sort of defense against those, those whiz robes mm-hmm. and take it away from you. They, oh, <laughs> they steal your shield. The, and they're uh, not cheap. They are expensive to get they back. They take your shield for good till you go rebuy it. And 130 100, rupees. 130 rupees for that dumb thing. And let me say that. If you played the later Zelda games and not this one, there's like rupees and bushes in later Zelda games. You throw a pot, there might be 20 rupees in it. Oh, yeah. This game is stingy with the rupees. Okay. Like you yeah. you yeah. are lucky if you kill a whole screen full of enemies and collect one or two rupees. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So you've got these things stealing your shield. You've got these glowing orbs. I can't remember what they're called. They're called something too, but you can't kill those at all. You can't kill them. They don't hurt you technically, but they make it where you can't swing your sword for a few seconds. And they will chase you down. And then you've got these blue whiz robes. Whiz robes, is that right? Yeah, yeah it's whiz robes. There's, yeah. there's an orange. I think, uh, I think one's supposed to be a fire, another one's the ice. Yeah. The fire one, which is the orangish yellow ones, are a little easier. Yeah, they're much easier. Because they're a one-hit kill. That helps right. a lot. These The blue ones are not that. And I definitely noticed, um, which by the way... The, I tried not to use the guide more than I had to, because it is cool to find things that are on your own. Yeah. And one little thing I found on my own, which I'm sure plenty of six-year-olds have found on their own. <laughs> um, the orange ones, at least, the orange witch robes, I can't say that word, but if you kill the leader, which usually acts a little different than the others, it'll take all of them out yeah. at once. Yeah. Um, anyways. Oh. But you don't know which one's the leader. It's just kind of getting lucky. N- not Right. And not to diverge, but there's a graveyard section in the game. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you this in case you didn't notice it. I also found out if you strike the first ghost that appears on screen, all the ghosts will die, so you can collect a bunch of rupees and stuff easily. Yeah. Anyways, I got to this point. I made it through several rooms of these whiz robes and these lock locks and these glowing orbs, and I found the magic wand. I was like, yes, this is it. This is how you're supposed to defeat these things. They're wizards. You're going to use a magic wand against them. I literally had my phone out, and I was excited, and I had it topped up to Johnny. And he never got this text, because you're going to find out why. (laughs) I had tapped up to Johnny. Johnny, I figured it out. You just got to find the wand. Because the wand was awesome. I used it on some oh, yeah. regular enemies. The wand rules. It's like the bow and arrow, but it's free. It doesn't cost to shoot it. Yeah. And it has a wider blast radius. And then I tried using it on one of the stupid whiz robes, and it doesn't work on them. That's the one thing that can't hurt. Can't touch them. <laughs> Unless I'm missing something, it doesn't hurt them at all. Yeah. <laughs> so great. So yeah, that's where still we are. That was a good sentence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, here's the other thing. I found the boss to the sixth dungeon. Have you noticed when you get close to a boss, you can hear it roaring? Yeah, you'll hear it, yeah. That is so cool and scary. Like, you're roaring. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when I first played Bioshock, and you would hear those big daddies. The main, through the wall, yeah. Through the walls, and, you hear, and yeah. it would put some fear in you. And yeah. You, they, I got the same feeling for this, and that's amazing from a game of 1986. That was such a cool touch. That's yeah. a cool idea. That, like, the room over from the boss, you can hear yeah. it. Because the dungeons are kind of like a maze and how they're set up. Right. You can actually skip some rooms too. Uh, you can blow holes in some of them and skip whole right. rooms even. Uh, the one, <laughs> well, I was going to ask you if you did this. Uh, we were getting off on a diatribe here, but the one thing, <laughs> some of the rooms are dark and you got to have the blue f- flame and light right. it up. 
but there's this one room where there's all kinds of those wizard robes of all the different colors, and I would light it up, and then I was trying to run away from it, and I would run into my own fire and hurt myself. Yeah. I did it all the time. I died more than once doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in that same sixth dungeon, speaking of the holes you can blow on walls, yeah. I didn't realize that you could blow a hole in a wall and skip this one room altogether. So I used a key and went into a room, and come to find out, uh, it was a boss that I didn't even have to fight. Yeah. Not the end boss, just a regular mid boss. A boss who was an end boss in another dungeon. Yeah. In, yeah. A, in a regular dungeon, he was an end boss. In yeah. this dungeon, he's just an enemy. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just. They do, they do uh, it a couple times. Like the, the one boss who looks like a, a dinosaur. Oh, I think it's Dodongo. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a later dungeon, he becomes. There's a room. If you walk into it, I walked into it by accident once. And there's like three of them in there just running around. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just turned around and went back. <laughs> I figured out how to kill them, but it's hard. Um, I just didn't touch them. I just went around them. You have to lead them with a bomb. Yeah. And they'll swallow it. But yeah. Anyways, I know where the boss is in the sixth dungeon. I can hear it, but I can't figure out how to get over to it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm ready to go home and, and figure it out, though. So, yeah. But yeah, that's so, where we are, sixth dungeon. <laughs> so is there anything else about the game before we get into our final scores? Uh, just a cool thing we missed um, that I never knew before either. It was that Link himself was inspired by Peter Pan. Yeah. Which isn't hard to believe. And um, well, I was telling the fairy you, was inspired by Tinkerbell. I was telling you, like, I didn't think of that when I was playing it, or this whole time that I've known about what Link looks like. Yeah. But the second I heard that, I was like, it just popped in my hand. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I totally see that. And, oh, did we mention? Oh, we didn't mention where Zelda's name came from. This blew my mind. I love Zelda, but I've never, like, I love something because I like to enjoy the original work. Yeah. I'm not necessarily big on like watching documentaries and stuff. Sometimes I am. I love those. Though. I watch documentaries. All I time. do when I watch them, but I don't know. Like Zelda, I've never read a ton about it. I just play the games and love them. But um, Zelda, Shigeru Miyamoto, named Zelda after F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife, Zelda Fitzgerald, because he thought it sounded pleasant and elegant. So that's where the whole name came from that we now love. I don't know. That just, oh, and did you know that Zelda Fitzgerald died in Asheville, North Carolina? That I did not know. Which is like an hour from here. Yeah. So, I don't know. Small world. is kind of cool to me. Not that she died. (laughs) That the origins of the name Zelda, the video game series, that she was like an hour away from us. You knew I was going to say something, didn't you? Yeah. It stopped you to tracks. Yeah, you saw it in my eyes. I was about to jump all over that one. So, yeah, that's all I think. I mean, I could talk. There's so much here. We could talk. We could have a five-hour episode just on this first Zelda game. Yeah, it's really... Okay, it's, We're not going to. Let's get into our score then, because yeah. it's going to be obvious that we both liked it. Right. I want you to give yours first, because I oh, think this do? is going to be very tough for you. It is tough for me, and I'm... How many rupees do you give this one? I don't want my score to influence you either, So, but I'll go first. I already Let's have see. a number in my head. Okay. Come on. All right. This is hard for me, because I'll, I'll be honest. I planned... Even a couple dungeons in, I remember thinking, yeah, this is going to get high marks, because it is awesome, and it's Zelda. But I, I can't rate it super, super, super high because it's not as good to me as some of the later ones. The thing is, I kept playing, and I kept playing, and I kept playing, and loved it more every hour I played it. <sighs> so this is hard. The The highest score I've gotten out on the show so far was Mario Brothers 3 and Sonic 2. I gave each of them a 9.5 for totally different reasons, and this game is totally different from both those. But when I give a number, it's part my enjoyment. That's a big chunk of it. But also just how good is the game? Because yeah. I can appreciate a game that's, you know, I don't know. Oh. So, I do still think. His wheels are turning, ladies and gentlemen. I do still think. I think he's by himself some time. 
I can't say this is my favorite Zelda in the whole canon, but there are things about this Zelda that <laughs> if they just made another Zelda that's exactly like this, but like maybe with Link to the Past graphics and new dungeons. Oh, I would love that. I'd be, be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go 9.5. Wow, that's pretty high. I'm going 9.5 because I want to say it can't go that high because there are several Zelda games I think are maybe better by today's standards. But for a Nintendo game, just for how much I enjoy it, I want to go back and play it right now. There's a lot of NES games that I can't play more than 30 minutes, even if they're good games. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. So I don't know. I, I got to go with that because, yes, the graphics are simple. Yes, there's only two songs in the game itself. And the dungeons are actually extremely simple compared to later games. They're not as interwoven and, and unique. or They're unique. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm going to stick with it because it's just pure gameplay that is frustrating in parts, but <laughs> yeah. it rewards exploration. It rewards trying it again. So that's, yeah, 9.5. Yeah, the, the replayability on this game is, is very high, which is crazy to think that a game this old, like, just like the first Mario game really is that high. Like, I can right. go back and play either one of those. Right. Okay, so you gave it a 9.5. You got to look at it where I'm going to come from on this game. First Zelda game I really put any uh, time into right. was this one. So I <laughs> I know just from what you've told me and from reviews that I've read that the other Zelda games are very, very good. And like you said, probably better than this one. But I'm not even thinking about that since I've not really looked into those very much. Right. I'm just basing this on this mm. game when I played. I'm not comparing it to other Zelda games. What I am comparing it to, however, is Mario. Because yeah. when I think of Nintendo, I think of both Mario and Zelda. Those mm. are your two humongous, and I don't even throw Metroid in there, but mm. Mario and Zelda are by far your number one and number two franchises when it comes to Nintendo. Oh yeah, I think anybody would agree with that. I've always been a more Mario guy than a Zelda guy. Now, I'm not saying Zelda was bad, but I was always more interested in playing Mario games mm-hmm. than Zelda games. So, when I was trying to think of a score for this, I wanted to be honest in that I really love this game. I honestly mm-hmm. liked it a lot. This is by far the game that we put the most time into of our podcast oh, yeah. so far. And we've covered some big games. We covered Mario 3, yeah. which is one of my all-time favorite games. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's saying something. We put a lot of time in this game. I mean, we're still, I'm still going to play it again later. I really want to beat it. That says a lot about the game. Oh, yeah. If I want to play it enough for me to beat it, even though it's so hard. Usually when a game gets really hard, I, Trevor knows, I'll just quit. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun. I thought you wouldn't even play 30 minutes and you'd be done. Yeah. I was amazed when you made it like to the third and fourth dungeon. I'm like, that is, a, that, that is a testament to how good this game is made. Yeah. And how good it plays. I mean, <clears> you've <throat> already covered all this, the music, all that stuff. I cannot give it a I cannot give it what you gave it because if I had to choose between this, even though I really liked it and Mario One, I'm still gonna play Mario One. That's me. Well, Mario One is completely timeless as well. Well, they're both timeless to be yeah. honest, but Mario One is just for me the bee's knees when it comes yeah. to those original games. So while I would give Mario One probably a nine, even though we've, I'm gonna go ahead and say that because I I don't know if we're gonna cover Mario One, but I'm gonna give it a, a nine if I had to give yeah. it a score. Remember that if we come back and cover it. <laughs> I'm going to give Zelda a link to the past. No, 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 no. The Legend of Zelda. I'm going to give The Legend of Zelda a link to the past. <laughs> so he's going to the future and we're doing the Super Nintendo version. <laughs> I get him all confused. You can tell I haven't played these. Well, nobody's listening. I'm giving the first, the first Zelda game, the golden one that looks golden. Yes. <laughs> For the Nintendo Entertainment You're killing system. me. <laughs> You're telling us apart, Lisa. 
I'm going to give this an 8.4. Well, at least you like it more than Iron Tank. Oh, yeah, by far. <laughs> I would put this, if we hadn't played... See, we've covered a lot of games that I love, so it's hard for me to put this in those. Yeah. I would play... I love Ninja Turtles, and I'll play a Ninja Turtle game above this, but yeah. that's just from my personal love of Ninja Turtles. Right. It has nothing to do with anything else but that. So I'd put that... those Ninja Turtles 3, I would put above this for me. I would put Mario... All the Mario games above this for me. I would put Sonic 2 above this for me. Like, you could put... A, you gave those the same score. That's why I said those two. Yeah. I can't put it above those two. But I will say that I really like this game a lot, and I still plan on playing it till I beat mm-hmm. it. And that says a lot about a game. Right. And that says a lot probably <clears throat> to you because you thought I was going to hate it. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, I, I was just amazed that, yeah, when you were making more progress than me, I'm like, wow, he's really playing this game. Yeah, I, so, yeah. I honestly wanted to give it a fair <laughs> shake. It's not that I've ever, like, you know, it's not like I ever dissed Zelda. No. I just never really played it. No, and so, I mean, I think that's pretty impressive for a game with super simple graphics that came out in 1986 to score a 9.5 and an 8.4 in 2017 terms. Yeah. Because, and I'm, this game established so much of what makes Zelda great today, but there were improvements in later games. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I got to tell because I played the Super Nintendo one for like 20 minutes. Right. And I can't wait to dive more into that. So, right. but, that tells a lot about but it. But this is just pure Zelda. Like, it is yeah. the purest form you're ever going to find Zelda in. Yeah, it's the purest so, Zelda. So, to close out our scoring, our actual review, um, the go- the golden cartridge, which oh my goodness you have to you have to just look at this. I forgot how beautiful it was. I pulled it out of my my drawer and just like I don't know I salivated. I forgot how pretty it was. <laughs> yeah, um, this definitely stands out. But you can get the golden cartridge, the cartridge only, in decent shape for twenty to twenty five dollars, which it was not a rare game by any means. But it's honestly just held its value because it's so good. So what do you think about? Say twenty five bucks for the golden cartridge. What do you think? Okay, now that I played it and I know it, before I just wasn't going to do it because yeah. I didn't know you might have hated it. Yeah, I would say it would. It's definitely worth twenty. I can't say it's not. I, I would yeah. like I would pay that for the first Mario game. So I, I'd have to say I'd pay that for this one because yeah. it's, it's that good. And it's we've been playing. I've been playing it for easily six seven hours easily. Yeah. So for an NES game, that's yeah. kind of crazy. So I definitely would say yeah for that. I would. It's definitely worth it. Absolutely. I mean, if this and is it's one of those, made out of gold, I mean, come yeah, on. solid gold. I mean, <laughs> this is one of those. Um, it's just one of those cartridges. If you collect old games, you need to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's totally worth it. But uh, two thumbs up. Two recommended. Thumbs up. Yeah, it's it gets the retro bliss seal of approval. Yeah, which it needs obviously. <laughs> Don't be like me and put it off because you think it's just going to be too archaic compared to yeah. the new Zeldas. But you know what you said though, like you <laughs> you said if they remade it today and gave it the upgraded graphics and stuff, I would be all over that. If it looks like a link it, to the past, they did just, that with yeah. the Mario games, the old Mario games. That's true. Because I had Mario All Stars. Yeah. If they would have done it for that, oh, oh my goodness, I would have been all over it. For sure. I think the world needed another eight bit style Zelda game before it moved on. Yeah. You can definitely. Good. The one thing I told you is I could definitely see its influence on other games. Oh yeah. Hugely. Yeah. It's one of the most influential games ever made. Um, yeah, by the master himself, Miyamoto. Could you imagine how amazing that that guy? What, he's passed away, right? Didn't he pass away no. recently? Oh, is he still around? <laughs> yeah. Who am I thinking? So one of those guys passed away. Oh, the president of Nintendo did That's pass what away. I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So this guy had his hand in two of the iconic icons, really, of video game history. And Donkey Kong, too. Oh, the three, then. Yeah. 
How amazing is that? <laughs> he created the character in the game of Mario, yeah, Zelda, Donkey Kong, Star Fox. Goodness, he's like I mean, he's like Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan Lee created all these iconic characters that you see in movies today. Exactly, and he did all this for video games. It's ridiculous. So that's amazing. All right, Trevor. Now it's time once again for us to take a break. People are tired of hearing us just jabber, jabber, jabber about Zelda and the games, and let's just serve to him up on his hot platter of awesomeness. This next commercial. What do you think? Eh, I don't care what you think, Roller. Okay. (laughs) Watch Zelda become a legend on your Nintendo Entertainment System. Zelda! (laughs) After Rocks! Which way to go? Good times! (laughs) (laughs) PPP hands! Leavers! Zelda! 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 A Legend of Zelda. A never-ending adventure new for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Zelda! Well, that gave me indigestion. <laughs> so. Sorry about that. Trevor, we were trying to think. As you try not to cough into the mic. Still, after weeks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Got update. I'm feeling pretty all right. <laughs> uh, we wanted to come up with something special. Anytime we do a, a big hitter. This is a heavy hitter. Zelda's a heavy hitter. We wanted to do a little something extra, and we thought we'd come up with the top five. How do you want to word this? I put gaming franchise music. <laughs> like music, yeah. once you hear it, it's iconic it, for you that you really love. You think of a, you can't think of that franchise without thinking of the music. For me, here's what I did. I thought of a whole game, a series of games, and the overall most, my most favorite soundtrack. Yeah. Like, not necessarily from one particular game in the series, but as a whole, which games have my favorite yeah. soundtracks? There you go. Thank you. That's probably a better way to put it. Now, Trevor, what is your number five? I'm actually numbering them as we speak. Um, Do you want me to go first, then? I I think I feel pretty safe. All right. This is tough. and My list could change. When I go back and play a game, I forgot about, like, oh, yeah, that should have been on there. First of all, let me put one honorable mention, because it just holds such a special place to me. So you're doing top six? I guess kind (laughs) of. I don't even know if this will be number six, but Toe Jam & Earl 2, Panic on Funkatron. I just love the soundtrack to Wait, that game. Those games are just kind of based on music, even. Right. I, I love the music to that so. game. But that's not my number five. My number five, I pick the Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross games, which are of the Japanese RPG, so I know you've not played them. No, but I do know the music's supposed to be good. It's like it one is. of the top-selling gaming uh, albums. It is. And if you're going to play more of your traditional RPG, you should download Chrono Trigger on the Wii U. Because it's, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. The music's incredible. Um, and Chrono Cross was the PlayStation... Spiritual sequel, I guess. Yeah. And I remember, this is really, really nerdy, but I remember actually just putting the CD in and just listening to it on loop all day. I just love that music. Um, yeah. So Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross is my number five. All right. Well, I got a, a I got a number six technically too. Okay. You just made me think of it. Uncanny X Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, the music on it is is iconic, and I'm going to go with the Donkey Kong series. Donkey Kong Country. Well, yeah, especially from those yeah. on up. Because I think Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr., I don't even remember what the music was. Well, I remember it's Donkey iconic. Kong. I remember yeah. Donkey Kong because you're going up the ladder, and I remember that. Right. It's really kind of simple. But it really picks up on the Super Nintendo. Right. And definitely knocks it out of the park for me, so I really liked it. But I couldn't put it 
in my top five. So my, number, <laughs> my number five is from pure uh, growing up nostalgia for us. <laughs> I really don't know what this is going to be. Is NASCAR naughty dad? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm driving down the road and I'm flirting with disaster. We heard that song a million times. It played anytime you booted that game up, and we played that game a lot. So that's my number five. Just for if I hear that song today, it's oh, a, yeah. I, if I just heard that song and had did not have that experience, I would probably hate it. Yeah. But like I have to listen to it if I hear it on the radio now, just because it, it connects with me. Just the the fun we had <laughs> making fun of that song, listening to it on NASCAR. I always hated it, but it always in a good time too. Yeah, that's why we, we love that NASCAR game. <laughs> yeah, that game was fun. Wow. All right, what's your number four? Well, my number four is substantially better, and that I did put the Donkey Kong Country series. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't uh, know. Let me let me say real quick right. in my defense, it's from memories. Right. Growing up. Not the game is not better than Donkey Kong games, and you were hit on the head repeatedly. Yeah, I have a lot of brain damage. Yeah, go ahead. No, but the I almost thought Donkey Kong Country Two was my favorite because the sound was just so it matched the game so well. But the first one, I don't know, I can't pick a favorite. But the music for a 16-bit sound chip was is ambiance and ambience, ambience. I don't know. Just it, it was amazing. I yeah. just remember just being flown away to this world they created. Yeah, so, they, did, they did a great job. I, I would almost put Donkey Kong Country at number one for the feelings it gives me, but I can't. Yeah. So, well, my number four is Zelda series. Yeah. Uh, I really, I've always liked the music, even if I hadn't mm-hmm. played the games. I definitely like we were we went into ad nauseum about this right. music, so we're not going to touch on it very much more. But obviously, it's iconic, and I can listen to it just as a soundtrack if I'm doing something else. It'll Mm-hmm. It just brings about it. Just it's peaceful. Does that make sense? It reminds peaceful me. Peaceful and epic. It reminds yeah, epically peaceful, there which is go. a weird combo, but it's the same feeling if I get from listening to like the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Now, what's your number three? Well, my number three, and this tells you the the what I think of the first two, because my number three, I put Sonic, specifically Sonic Two. Um, from a nostalgia standpoint, this might almost be my number one. Because I can't separate Sonic 2 from the music. I can't I can't separate the Sega Genesis from the Sonic 2 music. Um, it's that iconic to me. It's that good. Um, you know, yeah. you know what? The Sonic music is so, it's on my list coming up soon. But the <laughs> Sonic music is so good, and that was my first experience that I didn't understand how everybody was knocking the Sega Genesis for having bad music. Right. I think I think at least back at the time it was. Was known that the Super Nintendo technically was had a more powerful sound chip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I never like I never got that because the Sonic's games music sounded so awesome. It's just amazing, yeah. amazing composition. All right. Well, my number three is probably by far a newer series. It's the Halo series. Yeah. But I love the music since the first Halo. I've bought many of the soundtracks honestly yeah. because they're just so epic, and they just really mm. give a feeling of of suspense and even creepiness at times. And it's yeah. just. You can take any of the Halo soundtracks from one, two, three, and I think four and five are both even good. And I've listened to them all, so that's how good they are for me. And when I think about modern games, I would put Halo up there. And I don't. We're I, never going to cover Halo in this podcast. No, but for a list like this, it could be on. I think for me, it's not that it's not as good, but it's just I love what these eight and sixteen bit composers did with such a limited, oh yeah, limited resources. It's it's. Incredibly impressive, right? I mean, that's when I was blown away when you told me that guy thought of the Zelda theme and like was like yeah, a day to spare or something. That's yeah, it's wild. So my number two, and this my number two and number one, 
I don't know. But for my number two, I did put the Mario Brothers series. Um, from the original Mario Brothers theme. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That's not really quite it, but you were on that though. I got you. From that to the underwater thing, the underworld thing, the Mario, castle thing, the castle thing, and then Mario 3, um, with its, all the sound was amazing, the airship. And then actually, probably for me, it's not as nostalgic, but Super Mario World is probably my favorite music in the Super Mario series. Um, but even further than that, Super Mario Galaxy are some of the best modern soundtracks you will ever hear. Some of the Wii U uh, Super Mario games have amazing yeah, yeah, have amazing music in them. So, it's yeah. always the Mario series is incredible music. Just like Zelda. Like, honestly, it's right. what they, they keep doing that. My number two is Sonic the Hedgehog series. Uh, yeah. Especially Sonic 2, like you said, but honestly, the first three. I would yeah, get yeah. the music from, especially. I can listen to those now. Mystic Cave is one of my favorite uh, levels music ever. Yeah. I mean, even to the point that I actually remember it. <laughs> Yeah, and I have a terrible memory, so that's saying something for how good it is. And mm-hmm. I absolutely love it, and you've already kind of covered it. So, what's your number one? I already know what it is. Well, it is the Zelda series, yeah. and part of that is I have had experience with the bulk of Zelda games now from one on, and they just add to it with every release. Sometimes there'll be a brand new composition that's not been any of the other ones, and it's so good that in later Zelda releases you'll hear sort of a twist on that same composition. And today, even today with the latest Zelda games that have come out, this original Zelda thing that you hear constantly in this first Zelda game is still used in some way, which is just, it's just amazing how timeless it is. And just for me, I'm not saying it's better than the Mario music, but for me, when I feel it, when I hear it, when I hear it, I just, I get swept away. I feel it. There you go. When you hear it, you feel it. Yeah. So more than anything else. Well, my number one's Mario. Yeah. So, and I could have swapped Mario and Sonic. Yeah. Honestly, just because I love both their soundtracks. Uh, we've already covered Mario's music. It's part of... Just like Zelda, the music helps give it its identity. Yeah. As weird as that may sound. And Mario does the same thing. It's iconic. You hear that, and then you know what it is. It's just like Zelda, honestly, and Sonic. The The music to Mario is so good that I love hearing covers of it. Yeah. And that's saying something from an 8-bit game our friend adam who actually guest starred on the mario brothers 3 episode yeah he told me one time maybe it was even in that episode my memory's bad that he um was trying to do a cover a version of the original mario brothers thing and he's like when you really get into it there's a lot going on he said it's not as simple as you think he said it was really impressive they were able to do that it's such old technology yeah and adam's a really good musician so that's that's saying something he's the lead singer of led zeppelin (laughs) not true (laughs) don't fact check this place (laughs) <laughs> Check out his game store. What's it called? Uh, the Hickory Game Shop. All right. No. So okay, now, Trevor. Let's get into what everybody wants to hear. Yep. That of course. Just stop talking. Yeah. You're right. But also. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to stop talking. Yeah. Stop the, talking now. No, we're stopping talking. Oh, okay. I'm gonna make this really difficult. For it's you. really awkward. Okay. And let's go ahead and say it. The, the Bliss Quiz. since I made you go first pretty much every time. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> my final question is a doozy. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. All right, Trevor. Number one. I'm going to give you some facts. Robin Williams, the comedian who sadly passed away, one of my favorite actors of all time, 
uh, you know, it's very rare. We, we, especially in 2016, we lost a lot of icons. Yeah. It takes a lot for one to really, truly affect me. There's been a few, like Roddy, when Roddy, Roddy Piper, I know it's been so goofy to some people, but he's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Yeah. When he passed away, I was sad. Alan Rickman, when he passed away, I was very sad. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams just devastated me, as weird as that sounds. But just because I loved almost anything he did. All his movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm going to give you, he was a notorious Nintendo fan. He loved Nintendo. Notorious. Is that the right word? Something's known for it. That's probably a yeah. bad way. Yeah. Something's known for he went it. around good. shooting up Nintendos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with words. <laughs> he was known for being a lover of Nintendo. Yes. He loved Nintendo a lot. He's a big fan. Okay, he's a Nintendo fanatic. Is that better? There you go. Okay, All right, that's what I bet. I'm going to give you three things. One of these things is not true. Okay. You got to tell me which things about Robin Williams loved Nintendo. A, he named his daughter after Princess Zelda. Okay. B, he had a dog named Wizrobe. Huh. <laughs> and C, if they ever made a movie, he wanted to voice Ganondorf. Okay, so I'll admit I only knew one of these. I do know for sure that his daughter's name is Zelda. And in fact, they did some commercials for the Wii or Wii U. I think it's the Wii U. Uh, actually, Robin Williams and Zelda Williams together did commercials, um, which is pretty awesome. It's probably one of the last things he did. All right, we're getting sad here. Let's bring it back up. Yeah. <clears throat> but, so that's definitely true. And I think you just have whiz robes on your brain. <laughs> let me say, he would be an amazing Ganondorf. Like, thinking about, like, he did the genie yeah. and Aladdin. He, he would be an amazing Ganondorf. So I think that's true as well. Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, the one that wasn't true was... He, he could have had a dog named Wizard for all I know. But yeah. That's the one that I made up. I kind of want a dog named Wizard now. <laughs> I do too. But I might hate it. If I get a dog, I'm going to name it Wizard. Yeah. Especially if it annoys me. <laughs> but yeah, I thought you thought that was neat. You know, just he loved Nintendo that, that much. Right. And he would be a great Ganondorf. Because, I mean, he could be sinister too. I mean, he was oh, great yeah. in some of his movies. So. He, he would have been fantastic in that. Right. I wish it would have happened. Yeah. What's your number one? <clears throat> so, my first question uh, let's start with the one that's going to break your soul first because I always do one of these. Okay. So, the eBay game. All right. And it's just a straight-up, old-school eBay game. I just want you to name the price of the most expensive, brand-new sealed copy of The Legend of Zelda okay. that I found on eBay. This is the exact game we played. A golden cartridge like mine, but of course it's brand-new, never opened. Sealed in case? VGA rated, sealed in case. Okay. Sealed in box. <clears throat> they got to give a number? Yeah, which is a little unfair. I'm going to tell you what. Give me a range. No, no, no. Yeah. No, just let me guess. I'll just let you guess. Just let me guess. And if you're even kind of close, I'll give you some. Okay. So it's sealed. With just any game right now that's a Nintendo game right. that's sealed, is the prices are jacking up. Yeah. Uh, there's a weird, weird choice of words for me. But you yep. know what I meant. Notoriously. <laughs> jacking up in NES games. <laughs> We're family friendly. Uh, so right, just thinking of that, I know it's going to be high. And it's Zelda's an icon. The, the golden cartridge is iconic. I'm going to think somebody's going to want at least triple digits for this. So I'm going to go 350 bucks. That's probably a good guess. That's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't collect brand new unbox games, but that seems believable. Yeah. Because it's an iconic game. And how many people have one sitting around from 86 unopened? Yeah. But no, dear friend. <laughs> The most expensive one I could find will ship to you for only $12.50. Okay, so shipping's not too yeah. bad. But the asking price uh, is a cool and calm $19,999. <laughs> Goodness, I just threw up a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm assuming he will never get that much, but 
again, humanity. Sad. So Goodness. And the thing on eBay is you don't know if you're getting a real deal or not half the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to tell you. A little eBay tip for you guys. If you collect these old games, uh, really look into these sellers because sometimes they'll try to uh, get one over you. Trevor, number two. In the original Japanese version of Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. what can you find? Do I get any choices? No, but I don't think I'll tell you. The clue you get is that it's Zelda related. I was going to say it must be Zelda related because what does Final Fantasy have to do with anything? Yeah. Okay. In the original in the Zelda, in the original one. Final Fantasy game for Nintendo, huh. the Japanese version, not the not the right. U.S. version, the Japanese version. I'm trying to think if Square would be sort of playing a playful joke on Nintendo, or if they're trying to pay homage. I'm trying to think which it would be, but I'm going to guess an elf hat. No, it's much more darker than that. Oh, Link's grave. Wow. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty harsh. Well, all right, I'm just depressed, so I'm going to move on. <laughs> so here's a kind of boring question, all right? And I'm going to have a lot of qualifiers for this because I totally disagree with the list I found online that are similar to this question. So my question to you is, how many Zelda titles are there? Okay. I disagree with the number I see floating around, and I'm going to I'm going to be kind to you and tell you the ones I'm excluding. And I'm not including. The Philips CDI games that were not made by Nintendo. Oh, yeah, they're not Nintendo. Endo- Basically, well, Nintendo got tricked because they didn't pay attention to what they were doing. Technically, <laughs> technically, they got the Nintendo license because they have. Right. There's a couple of those Mario games too for them. <laughs> right. But they're not, they're not Nintendo games. No. So yeah. those definitely don't count. Uh, but I'm also not counting the three multiplayer games. Um, there was Four Swords, Four Swords Adventures, and a recent game, Triforce Heroes. I'm not saying they're not good or fun. But I'm talking about when you think of a Zelda game, you go on an adventure. Yeah. That's the games I'm talking about. Okay. So how many do you think there are counting consoles and handhelds? Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Because there's a storied history with handhelds in Zelda games too. That's why I was going to, that's why I was going to ask about the handhelds. Okay. I know there's been, there's probably been more handhelds than, than the other, I would think. Um, okay. One, two, three, four. Are you counting the one that's not out yet? Sorry, yes. I am including Breath of the Wild. Because it'll definitely be a mainstay in the series. This is just taking a total shot in the dark. I want to go 12. Pretty good. It was 15. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there are about as many handheld as there are console releases. That's why I kind of figured that. Because I know there's there's definitely a good amount of those. And if you look at lists online, they'll list 18, but I didn't count the multiplayer games. Okay. Boring question. Fire me. (laughs) No, that wasn't... I actually was very interested in it. All right, Trevor. History is fun. I think so. History creeps. Check it out. Eh. (laughs) iTunes and Stitcher. All right, the Legend of Zelda TV series that we watched. Yes. The cartoon. We did. It lasted for a whopping 13 episodes. There's 13 episodes of that. Is that it? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. In those 13 episodes, how many times did Link say, Excuse me, princess? Oh, my goodness. So my question for you and this might be the trick to your question. Does this count the opening? Because doesn't he say it in every opening? No, I th- just just a pure episode. Okay. The actual episode, not the opening, the actual episode. I can give you choices. Do you want choices? No, I want to guess. All right. You know what? I'm going to guess 13, one in every episode. Nope. That was, uh, I, I was hoping you would say that because that was one of the things I was going to trick you with. The uh, number is 29. 29? Yeah. In 13 episodes? The first episode, he said it twice. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, what an annoying interpretation of Link. Well, your final question is definitely the most 
Zelda, when people talk about Zelda, even compared to other major game series, they sort of talk in hushed tones and give it a certain reverence. Can you, okay, give me an example. The Legend of Zelda. Hmm. Hush. Yes. <laughs> so I thought I would end on a very classy question. Okay, all right, that's a good idea. So, which is the best Zelda pickup line? Okay. Um, At least from Lincoln at Cartoon we watched, because he had no, a couple. The, these are just made up. Okay. Looking good, princess. So, I could have picked them from the cartoon, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he was a creep. So, there is a correct answer. Okay. And I'll explain to you why it's the correct answer, but right. you have to pick one of these three. <clears throat> I better buy a bigger bag because you are the bomb. Oh, okay. <clears throat> this sound like it's like it'd be like a, a Zelda themed Valentine for like a kid. Yeah. Okay. I must have defeated a boss because I just found a heart container. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> baby, in a sea of rupees, you're silver. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with the second one. I love that one the most out of those. So you must have defeated a boss because you just found a heart container. That's what I'm choosing. Sorry, you're incorrect. Oh, man. I like that one the most, though. I actually like the bomb one the most, but the correct answer was the one I made up. Because the silver rupee's worth 100 rupees, so baby in a sea of rupees, you're silver. That's actually the worst one, but I made it up, so it was the correct choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that made so much sense great. to me. It still sound like I'm smoking a pack a day. Yeah, Trevor's a heavy smoker now. Nobody knew that. Not even him. <clears throat> no, apparently. Well, Trevor, that's been our episode. It's, it's How do you think it? Rate our episode. How many rupees would you give it? <laughs> the, our episode was is not a, as good as Zelda. Was it a silver rupee? Um, see, I think green, see, green, uh, green. Which is the one that's only worth one? Green. Okay, yeah, that's probably it. (laughs) So, if you you want to come back and listen to a a one green rupee worth of a podcast, we're definitely at. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And Trevor, what's the other thing you can find us at? You can find us on our network at bicbp-radio.com. That's the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network. You can find other podcasts on there as well. Also, Trevor, uh, what's our Instagram? Retroblist. And what's our Twitter? Retroblist. And what happens on those? What's our Facebook? Retroblist. What happens on all these things? Well, on these things, people can, uh, oh my goodness. What? I was about to say they can leave feedback, and we had some feedback for this episode. <laughs> oh, we did? And oh, we forgot yeah. about it. Oh, well. Too late. Share it next time? Yeah. <laughs> so, thanks for your feedback. We'll share it later. <laughs> we got way into Zelda too much. Yeah. But we, you try to post something almost every day on those. Yeah. So definitely interact with us. We're getting more and more interaction, and we're, we we love it when people are listening and they're just giving their feedback or just talking yeah. about games. That's what we really want to do with this. These are games that we grew up loving, and we want to bring that love to everybody and make them just have those memories again. Right. Just bring it back up. You can also find me on uh, Instagram at Johnnyism28. My other podcast is uh, History Creeps. is on the same network is this one you can also find on itunes and stitcher and also into oblivion is coming back for all those who know which is i'm sure (laughs) hardly nobody but (laughs) it's coming back to i'm pretty stoked for that so uh tune in for those all these will be found on itunes and stitcher including this one thanks for subscribing please rate review and subscribe on itunes helps us out and thanks for uh, those who have already done so and the same on stitcher so trevor let's leave them one more give me one thing about which Zelda game do you think we should cover next and why? Well, I think that um, uh, Zelda Spinball was one of the best ones. Was it? What happens on that? Yeah. Well, you're kind of like in a big pinball machine and mm-hmm. Dr. Robotnik Ganondorf um, 
Bowser's his way into it all. Yeah, Bowser's his way into it all. And I'm really going nowhere with this, but I can keep talking. I'm just going to leave um, this running. I'm going to keep recording until yeah. you say something just witty. So yeah, the you ha- it's called a link to the past spinball because you. Oh, you're just failing me. 